0: On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the tapes have been released, Tate. Or at least the transcripts. Yes. I guess the tapes. We didn't get it, we didn't get to listen to the tapes. Pat 40 got to listen to the tapes. Uh but but the tapes have been released. The tapes we're speaking of is the Chris Mac Dino Gaudio tape, uh where as as we have covered rather extensively on the <laughs> <Extensibly>. show. Extensively <laughs> so many times.
1: It is so it is it's basically second to Imani Bates. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is it is getting us through the off season. Uh this Chris Mack versus Dino Gaudio saga. Um the Dino Gaudio part of it came to a conclusion in the sense that he he his, his court situation, his extortion has been settled, right? Like he got put on probation, he got a fine, and I think that's that's all done. But just when you think it's all done, Tate, just when you mm. think that, that, that we've put this case, this saga to bed, uh, the the transcript is released. Chris Mack is now suspended for six games. How, why, what for? Nobody knows. We're going to do our Nobody best knows. to speculate because that's what we do best <laughs> on this show. Uh <laughs> But we also might read the transcripts because you read the transcript, I, I assume. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. how could you not?
1: Re- how could you not read the transcripts? I mean, and the fact that Chris back the whole time. I think the we'll talk about this, of course. But to bury the, you know, the fact that he was telling him to sit down so he'd get closer to the microphone <laughs> yeah, as he recorded it.
0: It felt like a comedy sketch. As I'm reading it, I'm just like picturing which sitcom this this felt like a scene yes. out.
1: It, it was uh, Seinfeld, Sunny in Philadelphia. You put it all together. Arrested Development, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: We'll talk. We'll talk about Louisville situation. Uh, also, I I I want to talk about this. Um, if, if you'll yeah. if you'll allow it, Tate. I I don't know. This is your show just as much as it's mine. But this Bishop Sycamore situation.
1: This, yeah, let's this, talk about this, it.
0: This fake high school out of Columbus, Ohio, that is yeah. playing football games on television is one of the funniest stories I've ever heard of,
1: ever. It, uh, and and <laughs> a lot of a lot of plausible deniability that's going on from ESPN, from Paragon, the company that yeah. they hired to schedule the game, from you know IMG. No one has taken responsibility for this, but we will talk all about it. We.
0: We love talking about college basketball. This is neither college nor basketball, and yet it feels hmm. like a very college basketball story. And I don't know It could have been us. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> really, what,
1: what, what was the school that LaMelo went to? Lou Luminaire? You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> yeah, La Lou like, <laughs> <Lululemonaire>. Yeah.
1: Lou la... <laughs> Luminaire. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> uh,
0: we're, we're also... uh, I, I got some story time at the end. I'll save it for the end, but uh, the, the, there's there's some fun story time. Uh, All that coming up at first. Woody Durham. Hey, All right, little disclaimer uh, out of the gate. I am in Indianapolis, and I uh, bring that up for two reasons. Today, one, to tease some story time at the end of the show. I'm going to save it for yes. the end. Uh, I, I made a trip to Bloomington uh, on this trip. I also uh, uh, took part in Kyle Guy Golf Outing, and there are some stories to be shared <laughs> later. We're going to save those for later, but uh, I wanted to bring it up at the top because um I realize this about my hometown. It's that I'm allergic to it. So if I sound oh, nasally, wow. if at any point I start sneezing, um, I have fall allergies really badly, and I always forget until I, you know, I I don't live in the Midwest anymore. And now I come back to visit right around the time my allergies are always bad, and uh, I don't know. There's 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 something about that. There's something like really. Ominous Tate about being literally allergic to your home, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't well,
1: I don't love I don't love it, it's <laughs> it it says two things. It, it says one that you at least grew out of your home, right? To be somewhere else where now you're not allergic to it. But it, it begs the question: were you allergic the whole time? You know what I mean? I was where were, were all your sicknesses coming from the town? Uh all those colds that your mom <laughs> said that you didn't have, uh it was all from the town. So it's it coming. Out. From inside
0: the town. No, I, I, uh, I played football growing up and I always hated football. I just like chicks take the long ball and I like bomb. I like playing quarterback and just bombing the ball downfield. And that's about all I yeah. liked about football. And I think back on it, Tate, and I wonder, like, it's part of the reason I hated football is because every time I was playing football, I, I, my eyes are swollen shut and I can't breathe and all that probably, I don't know. Anyway, if, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so are you saying that if you were to rewrite history, if you just had some allergy medicine, if you I, would had a you medicine, I would have been starting starting quarterback. I'd be, in be NFL in the NFL. right now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Who's to say? Uh, anyway, so if uh, if if I sound awful, I don't know. I I feel all right right now, but uh, I don't. It, it comes on fast. So there, there's your little disclaimer. Enough about that. Uh, let's talk about what we really want to talk about, which is Dino Gaudio versus Chris Mack. Um, the the big news in college basketball right now is that Chris Mack has been suspended six games, six non-conference games, um, mm-hmm. as the University of Louisville head coach uh and and you know if if you haven't really been paying attention to the story maybe you read that headline you're like oh wow he was suspended 6 games for extorting uh one of his coaches and to that I say no 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 you're getting your you're getting your wires crossed up yeah yeah chris mack did not do the extorting. chris mack He was, was extorted. extorted. He was the extort E. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um so once you learn that information Tate you're now saying to yourself what so why is he suspended and uh hmm. that's kind of where we landed and The meanwhile, as that story is going on, we also get the transcript. The, the, we we know that Chris Mack, the whole reason this was the story in the first place is that Chris Mack, when he fired Dino Gaudio, uh, he recorded the conversation with Dino Gaudio and that conversation in that conversation, uh, Dino Gaudio had apparently threatened to, to reveal violations, uh, within the Louisville basketball program. And that was how the extortion case came to be. And as we learned that Chris Mack is suspended, we also, The tapes have been released, as I said, the transcripts. Uh, And we have the transcripts of what the conversation was.
1: And it is awesome. It's awesome. That's the only way to describe it. it, it. It's it's a major W for Dino Gaudio. I I think when this whole thing was first reported, you and I got on the air and we were very somber. We were very sad. You know, we're talking about it kind of felt like we were talking about the old dog, with no tricks. You know what I mean? And uh, we we were saying, poor Dino Gaudio, he's not going to get his money um he's such a nice guy you know he's never gonna get hired by espn again yada 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 and the more that we kept you know sort of piecing this together and you know the more that the information like you said the tapes have come out dino gaudio is a gangster you know what i mean we we, we, we know will Wade's a gangster (laughs) but it's confirmed that dino gaudio is also a gangster and i think that was uh probably the first thing that i that i think really stood out to me is that uh Dino Gaudio is basically Michael Corleone. He was in his own version of The Godfather, Goodfellows, you know, Casino, whatever one of these movies from De Niro and, you know, Al Pacino's Great yes. Run. He is that character. And he was punking Chris Mack, and Chris Mack was recording him. And Dino Gaudio was like putting on the full force, you know. Here's what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? That that's what I loved about Dude. this. Like we we all thought Chris Mack was the one that was in control, but Dino Gaudio right. was the one that said, "Here's here's what's gonna happen."
0: You're absolutely right. We all I I had pictured Dino Gaudio like having his tail between his legs, and Chris Mack is pulling some shyster shit
1: on him, and and just like yeah. out like I'm, a, Dino I'm Gaudio. a millionaire, like yeah. You know, yeah. I'm above all this. We only bring in five stars. No, right. that's not what it was. That
0: is not what happened at all. Dino Gaudio, as you said, absolute gangster. My respect is through the roof for him. Uh, and, and and here's why. So I'm reading the transcript. The very first part of the conversation, it jumps out to me that Dino Gaudio does two things that makes him a gangster, Tate. Number one, he yeah. repeats himself. That's yes. when, when you're making threats, you repeat yourself. He says, the last time this happened to me, the last time this happened to me, I took the high road. I took the high road. I didn't say anything. Said all the good things.
1: That's Michael it, Corleone would do. Yes. Because the first time around, he took the high road. Because he's a good guy inherently. <laughs> I said
0: I said all the good things. All that mm-hmm. shit affected my family, my career, my livelihood. That ain't happening again. That yeah. ain't happening again. Mm-hmm. See, let me show you something. That brings me to the second point I want to say is that he starts uh, a lot of sentences with C, comma. Yes. Yeah. C, yeah. comma. See, here's how I see it. He did yeah. like that whole very, vibe. Very like, Joe see, never, yeah, Joe yeah. Pesci. Yeah. See, let me show you something. You think you're you're going to think long and hard about this one, dude. You're going to be thinking long and hard about this one. See, it says in my contract here, if, and then he just goes on <laughs> and I'm like, the, I'm picturing the cadence. I am picturing Joe Pesci. I'm picturing, yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. It, 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 uh... I, 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 this, this was not how I thought the conversation went. I pictured Chris Mack initially before we we got these transcripts. I pictured Chris Mack saying, you're fired. And then Dino Gaudio just be like, oh, uh, uh, uh," not the case, not the case at all.
1: Which also begs the question, is this the first time that they had this conversation? That, that, that is how I feel about it. Because for Mm. me, this felt like Chris Mack, was obviously coming in to record this conversation. He knew that this was going to be his way to to use extortion against Dino Gaudio, right? Right. So he's probably already had the first conversation, which I think he probably tried to flex in. Probably got punked by Dino Gaudio based on the way Dino Gaudio is treating this situation. And then he was like, I will invite him back to have that same conversation. But this time around, I will make sure I record it so I get him being you know this badass this guy that's threatening me and then i get him out of here for calls and i'm all good and then and then the other layer of all this is whatever tape like you said we have not heard the tapes we've only read the tapes we've only read the transcript but whatever tape that he gave to the board of governors at louisville and you know the the powers that be at louisville the president he gave them a, a, a doxed version of the conversation. That's true. So the, so the reason that Chris Mack is in trouble is because the administration is like, wait a second, we didn't hear the full context of this conversation. Right. We, we didn't hear where you said, you got to make me some assurances so you don't yeah. rat me yeah. out for being a cheater. Because <laughs> Chris Mack edited <laughs> the audio. And this, is, <laughs> this, is, this just goes back to like, what is even happening here? This is unbelievable. This is better than we could have ever dreamed of.
0: We didn't we did hear Chris Mack pull out the stacks of cash and start thumbing through it and be like, "How much you want, Dino?" Fine, here, take yeah. it. Uh we did. Yeah. We, <laughs> by the way, uh w- when this story originally came out, I I was I, I just assumed Chris Mack recorded this on his iPhone. I don't know. Like yeah. that was like you told me Chris Mack was recording and so I was like, he probably just hit record on the iPhone stuck in his pocket. It is what it is. I don't I don't know why, but now that I've read the transcript, I don't believe that anymore. For some reason, yeah. all I can picture is Chris Mack actually being like having a wire on. Like he's a, he's an informant, like having it yeah. taped around like his chest, but it's like sliding down his chest. And it's like, like the tape peeled off and it's, it, or his chest got sweaty cause he got nervous <laughs> and it's like sliding down his chest and it's like be- yes. by his belly button. And now he's like thrusting his belly button by Dino Gaudio. He's like, Dino, come a little closer. He like, no,
1: tell, tells him to sit down multiple times because <laughs> yeah. like, I, I guess Dino Gaudio is getting up to like, you know, stare out the window like Michael Corleone as he looks over <laughs> yeah. his empire uh, and then I guess then <laughs> back. like he said, he's like thinking about that microphone. He's like, This isn't gonna pick this up. Sit down, Dino, take a
0: seat. I think Dino's got his hands behind his back, just <laughs> yeah, staring out day the day window. Day. And he's like, See, here's how this is gonna go down. And meanwhile, yeah. Chris is like running up to him, throwing his dick, trying to get his dick up to Dino's face so he can get he can pick up the audio
1: <laughs> 100%. 100%. Dude, the the. I think that's the best part of this whole thing, and and granted, we have to apologize to Mike Rutherford. We said that next time we talked about Louisville, we would have Mike Rutherford on. Yeah, but we we had to speculate first. Like we we could have Mike on to give us their actual breakdown of like what's actually going on in the situation. But my imagination is running wild, and it's so much better
0: when your imagination's wild. You know, it's so much better than that. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and at the end of the day, Chris Mack is who we thought he was, right? Yeah, like I mean. We we talked about how he might be a snake. We talked about how we're not getting. Well, I mean, the,
0: no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just hyping I'm not, it up. I'm just the guy not, in the background <laughs> is
1: going. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> not, not to say that he is, but I'm just saying that all signs point to yeah. potentially. No, and then when I, we 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 cut the grass and we turn, it turns out that. There's shady things happening on both sides. And also Dino Gaudio is a lot cooler and a lot more into the sh- into the whole thing than we ever could imagine.
0: I'm not saying that uh, you're always in the wrong if you record people uh, without them knowing it. But what I am saying, Tate, is when I hear about a story of someone recording someone else without their knowledge, I am starting off like my initial thought. Yes. is I hate the guy or the, the girl yeah. or whoever. No, whoever did we all you
1: all say that's messed up. That's the first you thing start, you say, like, yeah. that's messed up.
0: The burden yeah. of proof is on them to, like, prove to me that you're not a dick or, like, you're not yeah. the bad guy in this situation, right? And I don't think I got that from Chris Mack all the way. Like, definitely Dino Gaudio, I understand now why he was arrested for extortion. It all checks out. <laughs> but, like, no... No part of me—I uh, I didn't get enough from Chris Mack, where I'm like, "Oh, this Chris okay. Mack was a victim in all this," or I feel bad for Chris Mack whatsoever. Definitely not. Can I read this part of the transcript? Um, Please. I want to encourage everybody listening to go read the whole thing, uh, because it is entertaining. It's 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 high comedy, uh, and and do so, picturing, maybe maybe use the the visual aids that Tate and I gave you of Dino Gradio staring out a window or Chris Mack trying. To
1: I mean, that's it.
0: <laughs> tried to get a uh, tried to get the uh, audio picked up on by the microphone in his crotch uh there's there's this sequence that i think just sums up the whole thing and, and and just by the time i i got to the end i was laughing my ass off so stick with me so dino gaudio says so here's what you're gonna do this stays right here between you and me for about mm, 24 hours i love the pause where he thought yeah he's like, yeah mm, he's, like, he's like let
1: me let me see how much time i got yeah
0: and then this slayed me he goes you go tell that fucking toad over there vince tyra who's <laughs> the athletic director he called him a toad yeah I love. call him an effing toad over there. Vince Tyra. You go tell him Dino's my guy. I got to take care of him. I want to pay him for a year. Okay. Then none of this shit fucking happens. Got it. And then Chris Mack goes Dino. And then Dino goes, got it. And he goes, yeah, I got it. (laughs) He goes, yeah, I got it. Can we talk? And Dino goes, that's all I got to say. And he goes, Dino, Dino, can we talk? And Dino goes, are you fucking shitting me after all the shit I did for you? Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> and uh Chris Max says, Can we talk? I don't want to fuck your livelihood up, bro. That's what he says. Bro. yeah. And then Dino says, take your mask off. I
1: can't hear you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as they're having this conversation, I just- <laughs> Chris which, Mack's which, muffled. The whole thing is like, it, it's like that that is so perfectly like, like that I, I'm playing that out of my head. And that is a sitcom scene of Chris Mack, like mumbling under his mask and Dino's threatening him and calling the AD a toad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it also like it brings back or it beckons back to what you would expect this relationship to be like, which is Chris Mack is the young guy on yeah. staff with Dino and skip. And it's basically like, you know, like he's their he's their butt back you know get your butt back over there and we'll tell you what yeah. to do you know what i mean and like that power dynamic obviously still exists between those two and and i think chris back was trying to you know this was a very passive aggressive way to to get something on dino gaudio so there he could then he could be the good guy he could get dino out of the picture and he doesn't also have to confront dino because as we can see If he if he had to confront Dino, he's not going to do a good job. Oh, it's not going to go well. Yeah, Dino Dino punked it. Like this whole this has been a one eighty for me. Like I went from feeling bad for Dino to if I was a college that had an opening, I would be calling Dino Gaudy. Oh, absolutely. I I, I would say this is a guy. He's going to hire. Dude,
0: I give it three and a half days over under whether he's on Memphis's staff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kentucky or Memphis. Yeah, like, dude. I mean, get him on staff. Well, we know,
0: we know uh, Cal loves him. Cal, Cal yeah. wrote a letter to the, to the judge. I mean, was it, it, a fine it, it also yeah.
1: checks out why Cal loves him so much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we, we didn't really understand that at the time. It was kind of like, why would Cal go to bat for this guy? But now it. we get it. They're, they're both gangsters.
0: I get it. Uh, that is, that is, uh yeah, the, the, Dino's got Dino Gaudio stock shot up big time for me uh reading yeah. through this. Um, So you, you kind of, we kind of touched on it earlier, Uh, but the, the big takeaway from this other than the transcripts, that's the big takeaway for us. Cause we just like to be jackasses and, and talk about and laugh. Like, the, yeah. the funny stuff going on. But the, the actual tangible news, college basketball news is that Chris Mack has been suspended for six games, which includes Louisville's trip to the Bahamas, Tate which is probably a bigger punishment than than anything else that you just like will not be able to go to the Bahamas. Uh I wonder if his family still gets to go. Does the do, do the wife and kids still get to make the trip to the Bahamas with him?
1: <laughs> I I hope so, but I will say this. Um Chris Mack, this this seems like the first the first moment where we're talking about like when we look back when he gets fired, we're going to say this is the first moment this that was, led to the firing. You know what I mean? Was this the is the slip up. Yeah. This is the step to him getting fired. And when we think about the fact that he left his alma mater to go to Louisville, he was supposed to be the guy that comes in and is the the nice guy, uh, the good guy, so to speak, to, to to follow the bad guy, Rick Pitino. And this is how, and this is where yeah. we are. I mean, if, if you're Louisville at large, you have to be over it. You know what I mean? And I think this the suspension says but, that to me, is that the administration is over it. They, they, they feel like they've been hoodwinked. They feel like they've been lied to by Chris Mack. And I don't think that they would have been as loud as they were had they had, had they had known what really was out there.
0: So help help uh help me. Uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Help, help me through yeah. this. Uh, what exactly did Chris Mack do wrong? He did record, like, like-
1: record a coach illegally.
0: <laughs> okay. Other than that, <laughs> no, it's not. It's. I don't think it actually. Like, it's definitely unethical, and like to yeah. me at least, it's. It's. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it's
1: it. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. Yeah, I
0: don't love it. Uh, I don't. I. I'm not certainly one that's like itching to defend Chris Mack per se, but at the same time, um, I'm trying to figure out like what they got him on for. Like, it, like obviously Louisville can suspend Chris Mack. Well, maybe it's not obvious, but uh it feels like they can suspend it for any reason they want, and they don't. This isn't a, a court of law here, so they don't have to have like laws on the books. But yeah. that's how I was like viewing this. I was like, what law did he break? What bylaw, what like why why exactly is he suspended six games? It didn't really fully check out for me, other than as you said, I think Louisville basketball as a whole, as we know, because we have Mike Rutherford on all the time to talk about what's yeah. going wrong with Louisville basketball. Uh, they, they have not had positive headlines, state. It has been nothing Never. but negative headlines for years and years and years and years. And I think that's ultimately what it was. It's just like Chris Mack got suspended for just like not being chill. Like that was the official reason. It's like, yeah. Just the, the, he, he was sat in front of the, the, the AD or the board of trustees or the president, whoever the hell passed this decision down <laughs> and said, just chill out, man. Just like, just chill out, bro. Can you not? That's what they said to him. Just yeah. can you not? Can you
1: not? Yeah. Can, can you, you not? Is exactly not? what they said. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I 100% agree with that, and I think you add insult to injury when you say "can you not," and then you find out based on the the transcript and what you hear on the tapes that you've heard a different version. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure if that's fully reported out that that that's what happened, but that was what they alluded to that this that what what came out wasn't exactly the full version. That oh, well, no, I mean you
0: don't you don't have to report it or whatever. I mean, just use your brain. Like if if yeah. I recorded you um, and then I was making it public, I'm. I mean, that's like like it, chicks on Instagram teach us that all the time when they take pictures of themselves and they yeah. edit themselves edit. and edit, edit yes. them. And not. Edit, keep <laughs> editing,
1: yeah, keep editing. And their friend looks horrible. <laughs> and
0: they're like, I don't care, post it. Yeah, post yeah, it. Yeah. I look great.
1: Yeah. Or crop her out.
0: Like whatever. Crop her her out. Like, whatever. It. I don't care. I look all I know is I look great. Post it. <laughs> that's what Chris Beck said. Oh yeah. man. Fact. So the, the 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 other takeaway I had from all this was uh by suspending Chris Mack, I think this signifies Tate and this is sad and I don't want to alarm anybody but this signifies it might be the end of an era in louisville that louisville is like getting out ahead of scandals now louisville is like like we don't that that part of us is in the past we're trying to distance ourselves from that because that feels that does feel like why he was suspended it was just simply like you generated bad press for us that's it yeah I mean there's yeah. more maybe more to it than that it kind of seems like the transcripts make it seem like he wasn't fully aware of some of these violations, which, but the violations weren't even that big of a deal. Um, so it sort of just feels like it was bad PR. And it's like we're suspending you six games because we're losing the PR battle here, Chris. Like, figure it out. Can you? Can you please not? Come and on, Chris. To me, that says that the Louisville of like Louisville might be cleaning up its act, and I don't like that because I want <laughs> Mike, if you're listening. Just fast forward. Hit the, hit, the, hit the fast forward button. But I want Louis. This is this is the Louisville I know and love. This is this is what we keep coming back for. This is, we want this out of Louisville yeah. and LSU and, and others that we've come to know. Uh like like you see a headline about Auburn basketball, you have something in your brain already. You're already jumping. Yeah, you, you want that to continue. You don't want a story about how Louisville basketball committed zero violations. That's boring. Nobody wants that.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to watch that. No one wants to keep up with that. And I think the best thing that could happen out of this deal is that we're not done. And, and I, I, as I read the transcript, I feel like we're not done. I feel like Dino's not done. Dude. I I, I feel like Chris Mack. I feel like Chris Mac is not done. I feel like the public at large is not done because they, you know, Luke Murray. We. That's love what Luke I was going to say, dude. I was going to say,
0: where's Luke Murray? Someone get Luke Murray on the phone.
1: <laughs> Luke Murray's got to know something about this. And, uh, the fact that it's so public, even with the, the allegations, like there's, there's enough smoke where someone's going to find the fire. And if you're Chris Mack, that's why I find it so shocking that he recorded this, especially if like, I, if my, if my theory is correct, and this is the second conversation they've had about this topic, the fact that he wanted to record it and then was willing to show it and send it and put it out to the world. He obviously, you know, was taking a risk at that point. And now yeah. the risk assessment was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if. It may have seemed easier to get Dino Gaudio fired for calls when he's threatening, threatening you and extorting you, and, and you thought that would be good for you. That might be great PR. That might let people you know, feel bad for you, that you had to deal with this. But it's gone, like I said, completely the other way. And now Chris Mack is a talking point. You know what I mean? Like Everything he does is now under a microscope, and we can't really – he even says it in the transcript. He goes, I know that my word doesn't mean anything. He says that himself. Chris Mack then. He says, I know my word doesn't mean anything, but I can assure you this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he admitted that. So if you're if you're the people listening to the tape, you're like, this guy himself, in a genuine conversation, says that you cannot trust my word. Don't trust me. As yeah. as as if it's an understood thing amongst his staff. That's Just, not good. We gotta
0: DM Luke Murray. Just send the I send the I emojis oh. to Luke. DM right. the I emoji to Luke Murray, and uh I think that'll We'll just we'll just see what happens next. I did.
1: I, I sent I sent the first story when it first came out, and I just did you know crying, laughing, emoji. <laughs> that was it. That was <laughs> no fine. answer. No answer. <laughs> He's moved on. This He's, is a UConn. This is He's a This is a blue bit, blood.
0: Great bit for us is uh, when like people and programs and coaches are at the height of a scandal. We just DM them high emojis
1: <laughs> as as if we can help them out. That, that's what I wanted to feel like. I want it <laughs> to be Ray Donovan. We're, we're just here to help. You tell us what to say.
0: We said, also, you got to send a link to the story so they know what we're talking about. You're like, hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Coach Mack, I don't know if you're aware, but the story about SI wrote the story <laughs> about, you. <laughs> <laughs> about you,
1: FYI. I'm here to help. I miss the <laughs> Yahoo boys. I miss yeah, I like, the too. collective. You know I what I mean? It's I too splintered too. now. It's like ESPN, SI. Just I go know. back to Yahoo and write these Get stories for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the collective like together. Like a,
0: that's the real alliance I want to see in college sports. Yeah, with
1: the, the poop, and, the the poop collective. Just get in there. And they just talk all the shit the about poop. all these programs. <laughs> the poop collective.
0: Oh man! Uh, all right. Well, we we will be monitoring the situation. We'll we'll reach out to Luke Perry yeah.
1: for a statement. It's and, not uh, over. That's all not, I gotta say. Yeah. It's not over. It's far from over. What about Patino, dude? What if we
0: What if we try to get a hold of Patino and just send him my emojis? See what his thoughts are on all this.
1: I think Rick Pitino would legitimately laugh and cackle at this Uh story because he, like, Dino Gaudio is such a, you know, a C. Like, if if Rick Pitino, if you were to ask him, he's like, I'm an A-plus coach. Like, Dino Gaudio is a C coach. yeah Chris Mack is probably, in his mind, a B coach, you know? So they're just so below him in his mind. And then they're still in the headline PR drama that they tried to get rid of him for. I mean, it's yeah. almost poetic, you know? It's like you you try to get rid of Rick Pitino because of this. You try to bring in the nice guy. You try to bring in the good guy, and we're back to square one. And maybe that's just what Louisville is, you know? Kentucky basketball in general, the entire state, they've always had stories they've always, of, you know, corrupt, a, You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, kind of what, yeah. what they do. That's what I mean. Like, don't is, run from it.
0: Dude, Western don't Kentucky, by the way, is, yes. is, Rick is still in that state. Like, that is... That is what the state of Kentucky brings it to the table and we love them for it. Yeah. And that is like, that is the brand. Don't change your brand. Don't, yeah. don't what I'm saying. And I'm just going to get right down to it. What I'm saying is fire Chris Mack and hire Patino back. That's what I'm yes.
1: saying. Yeah. That's what I'm we saying. We agree. We're, we're, we didn't even know that we were on the same page, but we start talking about this and we're like, yeah, that's yeah, exactly what that's, has to happen. Bring back. It, ha- it
0: must happen. In fact, yes. I don't think it should happen. I think it must happen.
1: Or hire Will Wade. I, it's one it's of the other. Just lean in. Know who you are.
0: Oh man. Uh, you know who they should hire though. You know, you know what would be great for uh uh to to, to keep the brand going, the, the criminality brand or the uh the scandalous brand or whatever is hire this coach from uh Bishop Sycamore. Can we talk about this? Yes, can, can we please. move past Louisville, please? please. Because I, I want to spend a little time on this. This is hilarious. This is uh I how how big of a story is this, by the way? Because I see it kind of building steam, and by the time people listen to this tomorrow. It might be leading CNN. They might be. This might be the number one story, and it feels like this is just like slowly people. I I have since we started this podcast, since we started recording, I've had two different people text me a link to the story saying, "Have you seen this?"
1: Yeah, because <laughs> it, it is fascinating because you assume that a, a giant network like ESPN that has Disney ties and you know is dealing with an academy like IMG that's had you know Sharapovas of the world and all these top flight talents come through. You you feel like things are buttoned up. You know, yeah. you feel like something like this is impossible. Like for the, even for the informed fan, this seems impossible. And then when it's, when something like this happens, I think that's why it strikes such a chord because it, it goes back to this is all just a circus, you know, at some level, and it's all for show and it's all for money. And the fact that it was on TV already, the fact that it's already happened, <laughs> it's already and happened. Fact, and we had like, you know, Tom Luganville is calling this game and Tom Luganville was like, you know, this coach has told me that this guy that they have 10 guys with D1 offers, like there's no chance. Like they had got they had guys playing offense and defense.
0: <laughs> All right, so we got to we got to <laughs> yeah, tell the people yeah. what the story is. Uh if Please. you have no idea what we're talking about. Um so ESPN this weekend, this past weekend did a uh like a, a high school football kickoff deal where they were showing a bunch of high school games on on ESPN or ESPNU or whatever it was. Um, as, as some sort of national showcase to get people excited for football being back. Uh one of the teams, IMG Academy, which is a a a an academy, like a sports factory, like yeah. let's just call it what it is, is, is one of these these schools that are quote unquote schools. Um, but they, they pump out division one guys left and right, guys that go play in the NFL. That that that's it, kind of what it is, is a football factory. They were playing a team called Bishop Sycamore on Sunday. <laughs> And Bishop Sycamore is, uh, if if you believe Bishop Sycamore is a school out of Columbus, Ohio, that as Tate said has is producing Division One players left and right as well. Um, as it turns out, when when producing IMG,
1: Division One offers, not, yeah, not oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Words. offers,
0: <laughs> uh, IMG Academy beats Bishop Sycamore like fifty eight to nothing, and they're just wiping the floor at them. And uh, wipe it. I guess, would be the field if you're playing football. Uh, as this is happening, as you said, like, the, the, the commentators in the ESPN are like, these guys are horrible. This is dangerous. Like, what the hell is happening? These guys suck. People start doing more digging. I, I, apparently, from what I've seen in my little circles in Ohio, Tate, like, this has been known a little bit. Like, people yeah. have kind of known that this has been going on. So, I like, there's some people in my little – sports media sphere ohio sliver that are like oh we've known about this i people didn't know about this i thought people already knew about this but then this has become a national thing that uh this school does not exist and in fact mm-hmm. not only does it not exist it it the the, the team the players are I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna run down some bullet points of <laughs> insanity shout out to uh ben ku of awful announcing by the way who wrote this article yeah. that, that that he did a great job compiled yeah. all this, which like, as it was reading, he, he, I think he used the phrase, it only gets crazier from there, like 30 times in the article.
1: <laughs> well, every time that you went down to the next section of his article, you're like, that's enough. That's
0: it. So I want to run through some bullet points. Feel free to add any, if you remember any um, yeah, that, yeah. that I don't hit, but these are the big ones to me. Uh, so Bishop Sycamore played on Sunday. They also played on Friday. They played two <laughs> games in a three day span. <laughs>
1: It <laughs> was uh, a yeah. football
0: team. Um, yeah. They have 30 to 35 players on the roster. Uh, and because of that, they have a lot of guys that play both sides of the ball. So they played two two games in three days with guys playing on both sides of the ball.
1: <laughs> in, in, a, in a world where we're all talking about player safety. like I yeah. just saw Peyton Manning do an interview about how like, all he cares about is making sure kids are safe playing football. And th- this is on national TV, two days after they played on Friday. I'm saying
0: uh, a, a certain percentage of the roster is not of high school age. And <laughs> some of them are like in their twenties and are Juco yeah. players. Uh, yeah. The reason I couldn't really find like hard data on this, like what, what the roster makeup was because another bullet point is that the roster that they gave to the, to the TV guys has no numbers and, and yeah. just has the players names and positions. And I, I don't know, like, call me a skeptic, whatever, but I, I, I would, I would dare to guess that some of the names are made up.
1: I would dare to guess that, like, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, no, have, it's, it's very much the replacements. You know what I mean? When, when they have the guy from prison and then they call his name out, they're like, "Who is this guy? It's unbelievable." <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it was.
0: They have, I, so we have no idea if the names are real or not. No, like everyone's trying to do like fact checking on who these guys, who, who are these players? How old are they? What did, did yeah. that, that one guy has a, has, it looks like he has three kids and a wife and a, a mortgage and, and all that. And he He's might, to be high and he might, and he might. <laughs> and he might. Um, so there's all that. Uh, But as I said, it only gets crazier from there. Tate, the coach, the head coach of this team, According mm-hmm. to Ben Koo of Awful Announcing, this article that he that he put together, the head coach has an active warrant out for his arrest.
1: Yes, <laughs> and is what hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Right, he's like getting. He's like people are trying to collect money from him. Like he's on the ESPN. Imagine trying to collect money from someone and then you're watching ESPN. And he's and
0: dude what uh somehow i don't even feel like i feel like what i'm about to say next is even crazier to me i don't know why it's definitely not but like i I, it jumped out to me more they only have black uniforms they don't have they apparently don't have they do not wear white uniforms so their game on friday they were playing uh a team they were the road team and as such they were they were expected to wear their light uniforms they come out wearing black the home team was already wearing black Yep. So these dudes play the football this game live black, black jerseys. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, it, it it feels like impossible, right? Like even the officials, it feels like, you know, we like when you play sports in high school, I mean, the officials at some level are pretty professional, right? You know, they, they tell you that you can't wear jewelry, you can't do this, you can't have pockets in your shorts, like whatever it right? is. Right. And, and the fact that like this was allowed, that they played a game with two teams wearing black. I mean, that was insane enough. But like you said, as you as you cascade down this article and you continue to add up all the pieces, you like everything is a wait what? Like a wait what? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a big wait what? They went uh another thing that's crazy to me, and, and this is why the people in Ohio were like, Yeah, this is nothing new, is they, they played last year, Tate. They were this was a yeah. team that existed last year. They went 0 six last year. Lost by a combined score of 227 to 42 in six games. And in spite, d- d- despite that, despite having that on the like, I guess, I don't know how readily it must not have been readily available. Um, they did that last year, and all these teams still lined up to play, thinking like this team is 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 a powerhouse. Uh, the school does not exist, as I said. The the address that they have on quote unquote file is just like a duplex in Columbus, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Just a random random duplex at Columbus. Uh, so I guess the big question is this. Um, What is the end game here? What, was it just to be on TV? Was that it was like like I I, I the, the deception is hilarious. The I, I, I want to say that I want to I want to be put, put me firmly <laughs> in that camp. This is one of the funniest stories I have ever read in sports ever. This is the, the, i was getting manti Teo vibes reading this and the reason yeah. i think it was so funny to me is that it truly is victimless and there will be a lot of people that argue that there were a lot of victims in this and i don't see it i don't see any victims in this i see like mm-hmm. the players are signing up to do this like it, it, if more changes if we find out that like somehow you know these players are are being held against like the being world, forced like, yeah yeah their yeah. families being held hostage and they're being you know like <laughs> I'll, I'll obviously change my opinion but right now i just feel like it's a bunch of like dudes that are in their twenties that want to relive the glory days. And like a dude that's has an award out for his rest. It's like, I want to be on TV and they all got together and duped DSPN. And it's absolutely hilarious. And I think that's why, why it's so funny is because you rarely get instances where um it, it, it does feel that you, you rarely get like quote unquote scandals where there's no victims. And this feels like yeah. one of me. So I think it's that, I think it's funny for
1: that reason. Like you said, Manti Teo wasn't funny because we felt bad for Manti. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't funny. You were just kind of, like, sad that, you know, this had happened to him, that he also got tricked and he got capped. You know what I mean? It's like the, the the empathetic side of humanity comes in. You ask why they did this. I have to think that the idea at large, at large, from the start, was to create a school that was a, 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 an academy that was filled with players that weren't good so far, but you get on the stage and then there, there are kids that say, I want to go play at Bishop Sycamore. So then like the second generation oh, is good. You know what I okay. mean? Like you have enough, like you have enough cachet in the game. You're playing IMG. You're playing, you know, all these other powerhouse schools. And Bishop Gorman, Like even the name of the school feels like, you know, they knew what Bishop Gorman was. And so they started with Bishop and then they're like, right. well, it can't <laughs> be Gorman well, and then they look outside and they see a sycamore, sycamore. tree and they're like, all right, sycamore, Bishop Sycamore. Perfect. You know, it's like when people would generate their rap name online, like that's how yeah, yeah. That, that's how that they made this school name. So from there, it's like there was obviously no real plan, but I think it was all about creating a school that could get then get like money in the second generation. Nike comes yeah. knocking and says, hey, Bishop Sycamore, you want a deal? And, and it does seem like they created the school. They got in debt to try to to try to have something uh, to that, show for it, but it, it's a disaster. All I think that around. checks out. I
0: think that checks out. That's a good call. Like you, you, you do the criminal activity first to kind of build your brand, and, and yeah. the like criminal in quotes, but you know, like it's it's Dino you know, Gaudio. I mean, yeah, yeah. do and, you you and then pivot and make it legit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a. Keller Keller pitched this idea that it's this is all a Nathan for You bit. Oh, that, amazing. That, that Nathan for you is like trying to that, that Nathan Fielder is trying to uh yes. <laughs> he's behind yeah, the well, somehow.
1: He's trying to he's trying to build a prep prep build academy. A prep school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he's like and, the plan he,
0: <laughs> sport use sports to build a prep academy.
1: <laughs> yeah. The plan, every every top flight program wants to beat up on the little guy. Be the, be little, the little guy. guy. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> Bishop Sickenmore <laughs> is like, we will be. You know, uh, what was the school that Bellarmine? Yeah, Bellarmine. Bellarmine. Yeah, yeah. Bellarmine. <laughs> yeah, that's who we got to be. Be the little guy.
0: The plan, uh, no such thing as bad press. So just make sure we're on television. And if we're getting yeah. our ass kicked, that's okay.
1: Uh, just, just keep getting here. Uh, man. And I think I, about I, how many more people are going to watch this broadcast now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, oh, if, dude, if you if have you... ESPN Plus. Like, put it on ESPN Plus and make a doc out of it.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe that was another thing was it was they're trying to get like a Netflix documentary, like a last chance. You type deal yeah. where they're like, yeah, we could be, fire we,
1: fest. We
0: could be some yeah. sort of, you know, whatever. Um, But I'm with you, dude. If, if the next game that Bishop Sycamore plays, uh, I assume they're going to be playing a power or is, are these going to be canceled? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next, but assume they stick with their schedule and they're playing like matter day. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they are, but let's let's check out. Um. I'm watching that game. I'm watching every second Same. of the game. I'm locked Same. in, watching every second of that game now.
1: Same. They're gonna lose by a thousand, but I'm watching. Well, and the funniest part is that apparently the quarterback. So their quarterback got hurt in the game, and he's like the Shane Falco of the team. He's like, he's like, he like, he makes it all make sense. I guess uh, he's their best. But player. what is the
0: motivation? They're not being paid, are they? They're not. <laughs> they're They're
1: definitely getting paid. That's they're not I getting.
0: Think. They're not like good enough. To, I think so I confused. think they're getting paid.
1: I think, I think instead of going to work like in a factory, they're talking to like JUCO kids. Like you said, they're like 20, 21, 22. And they're saying, what if we can get you on a prep high school team and we could get you to a D1 program? And all those kids are saying, that's tight, but like, I'm not playing for free. They're like, of course you're not. We'll pay yeah. you $250 a game. And these guys are yeah. criminals. They're already in debt. They already have like some sort of <laughs> bank loan. Mean, what do you mean, criminals? <laughs> <laughs> not the players. Not the, the players. Oh, the, 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 the coach, The, coach. the yeah, coaches yeah, okay. are criminals. The coaches are, have this money that's like, you know, dirty money, so to speak. They, and yeah, they're, just yeah. Saying, yeah. Okay. they're just saying like, I don't give a shit. I'll pay you $250 to play in this game. I'll buy the equipment that we need. I'll get us the busing. But we're going to play IMG on ESPN. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sells. That sells.
0: I thought you were saying it was the longest yard situation. All the players oh. are like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. it's like
0: if you if you can beat IMG, you get released. No, with Risen. Yeah, Fuck. this is the replacements. <laughs> right.
1: This is not the longest shard, but this it has a little yeah. It has longest shard vibes, but it's oh replacements in total. <laughs> what a
0: hilarious story! And and like I I've seen people saying that there are in fact victims, and that this isn't this is dangerous. Like having these guys play these great teams is dangerous. But I guess like I who's it dangerous for? Is it dangerous for the team that's not as good as the the team that's got full of Division One guys, or is it dangerous Maybe. for? The seventeen-year-olds that are playing against twenty-four-year-olds—it's
1: uh, dangerous I, for everybody. It, it does—it does feel dangerous. Like I, I get, I get, I get why. Like in the broadcast, Tom Luganville says it's dangerous. He was like, "Because because they're so outmatched, and they're also if you watch the game, and I only watched like fifteen minutes of a like it was an online video. It, I think it was in the uh, awful announcing article they had the full game. I watched like fifteen minutes of it when they're subbing guys on like on defense against IMG." It's unbelievable. Like, it. Like it's, it's literally, like, guys running on, guys running off, guys getting confused, guys not even and, – and when, and when IMD snaps the ball, like, some of the players on defense don't even react, you know what I mean? Like they just, like, stand there. It, it, I'm not sure – like, safety does not seem to be the concern unless they're saying, like, you know, the quarterback could be – obviously got hurt because he's getting teed off on, but, I mean – if they're 22, 23, 24 years old and they're getting paid and they're not in high school. I mean, I see like I hope that they I hope they have some sort of awareness. Uh and Jim, Jim Cunningham, our producer, wanted to bring up they also had different helmets. So, like, if you if the everyone Bishop on played, the team had
0: different <laughs> helmets. Dude, I, I'm I'm locked uh, in. I, I want to watch every Bishop Sycamore game moving forward. Uh this is I, I I fear that there will be no more games, but I, God, I hope there are. And if there are uh, no more games, here's a billion dollar idea, Tate. Yeah, have please. the entire Bishop Gorman team, or maybe the coach of Bishop Gorman, box Jake Paul and put it on. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. And everyone's watching. I would.
1: It. I would watch it. Just have would like watch the, it.
0: the thirty guys on Bishop Sycamore versus Jake Paul, and done. I'm yeah,
1: watching it. and Amer- an America's tuning in. I I think that my play for you, uh, for Coach Titus, I know I know you wanted Chicago State. I know you wanted Duquesne at one point. You you've. You you flirted with LMU. I think that you create the greatest prep school in Ohio, Bishop Sycamore basketball. Oh, let's and, go! And, and you just and you just run the show. You know what I mean? Like it's just Bishop Bishop Sycamore basketball. We have like J- John Diebler's on the team, but we're playing high schoolers. <laughs> it's the, we're we're, <laughs> the,
0: we're just the Ohio State TBT team. <laughs>
1: exactly, we're playing IMG. We have IMG week one. It's like thirty year old guys. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore, oh baby, new God. brand. We're playing New brand.
0: North. For Dude, La, Lu, La Lumiere.
1: We're playing La Lumiere.
0: Yeah, no, I guess we would have to play. I, I think it'd be funnier if we like we create an academy and we don't play other academies. We just play like small farm towns in Ohio. Oh, <laughs> right.
1: in In North Carolina. We can't play my high school because it doesn't exist, but we'll find another one.
0: oh my god uh all right we're gonna take a break come back and uh i'm I'm story time with titus right we're gonna have a a few stories because i i have some boots on the ground journalism i'm doing here (laughs) in indiana quick break to talk about our friends at bruce tate uh not too long ago i asked you about the pandemic what is a big change you made in your life what is something that uh you you went into the pandemic and you said i need to improve this and i'm gonna come out of this whole situation a better man um i'm gonna answer myself i never did answer here's here's my answer I'm going to take care of my teeth, Tate. This is uh this is something that that sounds stupid, but I'm I'm getting old. I realized that all those all the time my dentist was yelling at me and, and telling me to brush and floss and and I said who cares? That's lame. Uh, I'm now understanding what he's talking about and it feels great to have great healthy teeth. And the way I'm getting great healthy teeth, Tate, is I'm using Brush. Brush is an electric toothbrush with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience, a 4-week battery life. Four weeks, folks. Magnetic charging stand and compact travel case. A subscription program to never, so you never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce ships you a new replacement head every six months. So you're never stuck using worn down brush heads. Sleek design. Bruce's electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design. Comes in uh, trend driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. I can attest to this. I have a black one. It is a, uh, I used to have another electric toothbrush uh, back in the day. We won't, we won't, uh, we won't talk about that one, but it was a, it was white and it got real dingy and it was really gross. And I got this black one and it's awesome mm. and it's great. And it's like a third the size of the other one because Bruce is awesome and they know what they're doing. So get $15 off your Bruce toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code TNT at Bruce.com. That's $15 off using promo code T ampersand T at dot com.
1: And we're also brought to you by our friends at T-Mobile at T-Mobile for Business. Unconventional thinking means they see things differently so you can focus on what matters most. Where some see another small town, T-Mobile sees businesses in need of connectivity. So they built the largest 5G network to cover cities, towns, and the most interstate miles in between. Where some see a caller in a queue, they see an opportunity for experts to provide real-time solutions. Where some see another virtual meeting, they they see 5G enabling wireless Real-time translations to help your businesses succeed almost anywhere you work. Their unique approach has made T-Mobile for Business the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes benefits like 5G in every plan. So you get it all without trade-offs. Unconventional thinking, it's better for business. T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal awards T-Mobile as America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com for JD Power 2020 award information. Visit JDPower.com slash awards.
0: All right. Before we uh, get to shout outs, to Tate, I want to do, uh, as I said, a little boots on the ground story time here. Uh, I have spent the last, what is it, four days, five days in it. I'm, I'm flying out tomorrow. Um, nice. Four days. Four days in, in back in Indiana. Uh, the impetus behind this was Kyle Guy, friend of the program uh the the man who orchestrated god's plan for the virginia
1: cavaliers
0: (laughs) thank you you, kyle uh a a man who we have spent a lot of time talking about on this on this show good guy bad guy kyle guy everybody remembers Mm. um he had a golf outing he has a foundation here in indianapolis He's, he's doing great things for the city of indianapolis and he had a golf outing and he was kind enough to ask me yes you by the way and yeah uh, i I don't want to make i don't want to make it a a sticky situation with the with the listeners he did ask us both kyle did reach out to both of us tape pulled an irish exit before the actual (laughs) event
1: (laughs) i i i was in protocols (laughs) i was in protocols
0: um but i I wanted to make that clear just in case anyone's getting the wrong idea here Tate was invited but uh I I Tate doesn't have family in Indianapolis so it didn't make sense for Tate to come it made sense for me so I was visiting I'm here visiting family anyway uh Kyle got golf outing it happened today so it's fresh on my mind and I I just wanted to bring this up because uh I was paired at this golf outing with Kyle guy's father and yes. also his and also his stepfather and two other dudes uh uh Nick and Mark they were shout out to all of them. shout out to our whole group they're just good old boys that that love to talk college basketball in August on a golf course and I'm like this is I like love this is, I'm back home. But uh, <laughs> the reason I wanted to bring up the golf outing, first of all, is that I am buying every ounce of stock in Kyle Guy's father. This man is an absolute legend and deserves more praise that, that he here, 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 we, we were reading the script, the the transcripts earlier. I want to read some quotes that I wrote down throughout the round. I mean,
1: honestly, it Guy. says a lot of, it says, it says a lot about Kyle Guy's respect for you that he put you in a group with both like with his stepfather and his father. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, it that's was, real love
0: it was so his his dad uh his 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 blood dad um said at one point he's telling a story about how he was kicked out of a restaurant and he he said this with a straight face he was kicked out because he had too many bloody marys and he goes they told me i was being obnoxious and i was i wasn't being obnoxious i was just being loud that's what he said <laughs> <laughs> He's like I was. I don't understand why they kicked me out. I wasn't being obnoxious. I was just being loud. Um, he also at one point we were we were garbage. We were we were absolutely terrible. I they it, it was everyone. I, I I don't think we were all that bad. Uh, but we all played our worst round today, and we were just not. It, it wasn't clicking at all for any of us, and, and the course was eating us alive. And uh, at one point, Joe turns to me and he says, "Now I know how Northwestern
1: feels." And he's like <laughs> sucking every. Time over and over again what a great god what a great also he
0: listens to the show by the way i know he's listening to this i know kyle's gonna text me and say his dad uh had had thoughts on on all this but uh (laughs) he also uh he 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 was telling me about how he got put onto the show and how he he was listening and during the 2019 run he loved listening to us talking about virginia and all that and um around like whole three or four we're getting ready to, we're, we get out of the golf carts and we're kind of like waiting because the group ahead of us is still in the fairway. And so we're just kind of standing around the tee box and he turns to me, he goes, so what do you do like for a day job though, Mark? I love the show, but like, what's like your day job? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, like, what do you do for money? And I was like, "Oh no, no. <laughs> for, for money. <laughs>
1: I was like, like well, that, Joe, can't, that can't be it. That can't be. I
0: was it. like, I regret to inform you, but that is my full-time job that some idiots pay me to, <laughs> to actually do this. He was he was also uh he was also he, and, and, and I, I see where kyle gets this from his dad every shot that he took he thought was should go in like every single shot. Like yeah. if it was within a hundred yards and he was chipping it and the ball would not go in the hole, he's just like throws club <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like you shoot a free throw. Uh so anyway, there's that. Uh I had, I had god, a good time. Uh there, there were there were uh uh some celebs. We'll will do some name dropping. Um um, Robbie, was Robbie was there. Hum- oh yeah, nice. Robbie Hummel was there He was telling me so, dude, he was telling me wild stories, by the way. I gotta tell you off air about Painter and oh Painter. god, like dude, do you know how much Painter was paying Jaden Ivey and Trayvon Williams? I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you. <laughs> he, he told me not to say it on the podcast how much he's paying those guys because he was like he's like. Oh, He's like, Titus, if you talk about it on the podcast, Purdue's going to be in trouble. In
1: they're, trouble, gonna, yeah. So like they're, let's they're, hope the NCAA is not listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's
0: like, they're going to have a big year this year. Like, don't make this public. And I was like, Robbie, I can't believe you're telling me this.
1: But, yeah, Robbie, yeah. I would never do that. Yeah. Uh,
0: I also, at one point, I uh, I almost smoked Ryan Klein in the face with the golf ball, not even on purpose. Nice. Uh, former Purdue great Ryan Klein was there. Um, Allinger Jr., Indy 500. Oh, uh, that's tight. Legend Allinger Jr. was see this this is an indie time.
1: crowd, you know what I mean. See, if I was there, I would have been like I would have been out of place because everyone's yeah. like, Where'd you go to school? What'd you do for Indianapolis? Yeah. I'm like, I nothing. I have nothing. But
0: to, to that point, like part of why I wanted to bring it up was that it does feel good to get like you know, living in LA. Uh it it is you try to you know this, you try to stay plugged in to 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 home. Um, LA yeah. is not home, it will never be home because home, I belong <laughs> on a golf course with guys like Joe Guy and and uh and, and Kyle's family just uh talking about college basketball in August on a golf yeah. course as you're as you're expecting to make every shot like I don't know it just felt it felt like I was home so there's that piece of it the other thing i want to say uh is i don't i don't know how to package this because i, I t- t- the other thing I, I was talking to Kyle and i don't i don't know i don't i don't i don't want to put, i don't want to throw him out of the- <laughs> he was telling me the story we we got caught up at one point talking about uh he, we were talking about like why the both of us didn't go to IU because like something had I I had visited IU more on that in a second. Um, I had gone to Bloomington uh earlier in the day, the other day, and I saw Kyle that night and I told him, He's like, What have you been doing? I said, I go, I went to Bloomington. We got put on to like talking about like growing up being IU fans and how neither one of us went to IU. And he told me the story, which I think he kind of told on the show one time about why he didn't yeah. go to IU. And he told me the real story. And I I guess like I wanted to tell you, I wanted to say it on the show, but I also don't want to put him on blast, but also. I would, it's not putting Kyle on blast, but I, I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell tales out of school, I guess. So let's. I, I blew it. I'm sorry. I let, I let everyone down.
1: <laughs> well, at the end of the day, you got. No, we should just just, say I, 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 we can spin it positively. You guys both thought about it and wanted to go to IU, he's, you know what I mean? That, that That's the real story. That's the he, real love He's story.
0: way too nice. If I remember right, like we asked him about it, and he was just like, well, I just really like Tony Bennett or whatever. And he was telling me the story, and I'm just like, like the ball was on the goal line, Tate. And Tom Crean yeah. had an unlimited number of downs to just like do quarterback sneaks and get the ball in the goal line. And he took the snap basically and just threw it backwards as hard as he could. <laughs> <laughs> well, will just put it that way. And I'm, to this, and I'm like oh We're my god out. what um but the real bobshell the real story i will, the whole the whole reason i bring up this whole trip is that i have i have had boots on the ground the entire time i'm here and i've been talking to all sorts of people i went down to bloomington uh i, I spent some time talking to dane fife he assures me by the way as a side note that uh tom Izzo is fine he's not going to be upset about the mm. money dates he's like i i it is will be fine. Don't don't worry. he he Okay. He, it'll be okay. So we're we not have to worry he's, about still, he's
1: still gonna throw a dig in, but I, I, I like yeah. Fun.
0: Yeah, That's but cool. he's like he's like, Don't worry about iso retiring or think the game passed him by or anything like that. Like he's gonna be fine. He said Money, like I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh but <laughs> In going to Bloomington and and spending he said, some "Have time. you
1: watched Jemani play basketball?" Yeah, basically, basically <laughs> that's what he said. He's
0: like, he's like, kid sucks. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Right. Um, but uh, th- this was this was the big takeaway tape because uh, I I I I don't know. I just just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Um, a man's name that I have tried to forget, but I just simply cannot forget, uh, was mm. was brought up on this trip, and that man's name is Brad Stevens. And I don't want to, this did not come from an Indiana source. I'll put it that way. Not an IU source. So this is what I'm going to tell you was not uh, someone from Indiana who was delusional and like wanted Brad to be the coach of Indiana. Um, It's also not someone I'm trying to like, whatever point. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take
1: a swig of water. Because this one's tough to say. See, this, this is the problem with scoops and sources. This is the problem with scoops. You, you're like told things and you're like, can I, what, uh, yeah.
0: But yeah, I want to make it clear. This was not an Indiana university. This was also no one in Kyle guy's family. So this was, I, 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 the guy, whatever, I don't care. I'm not, I, I'm just going to tell you what, what, what someone told me who is in the know and who I trust and who I uh, made me about crap my pants. He told me a man who knows Brad Stevens much better than I do told me that Brad ex- basically, uh, when, when he was offered the IU job, this is, this is the story being passed around Indiana right now. Um, Brad, there was a a family meeting where they, him, his wife, and his two kids all got together. And, and basically Brad was like, all right, so here's the deal. They're offering me a truckload of money to go back to Indiana to coach Indiana. Um, I don't want to be the Celtics coach anymore, which we found out, you know, we found out he didn't want to be the Celtics coach anymore. And he'd stepped down yep. is now the, the Danny Ainge of the Celtics. Uh So he said uh uh that when, when all that was going on, they had a family meeting where they all wrote down their vote state. Apparently, this is the story. Oh, though.
1: my gosh.
0: That everyone in the family, whether it's true or not, I'm accepting it as as the truth. He said that they they all wrote down the votes as a family, stay in Boston or take the IU job. And when the tally was added up, the final vote was three to one, stay in Boston, and that is why he stayed in Boston. Now, you take just one guess as to who the one person that voted go to IU was.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he was going to go.
0: That's what I was told.
1: And so this, is, guy, this, this, this is this is Roy Williams, Wanda Williams, all over it. This yeah. is like you know yeah. he was he was all in to come to Carolina. He basically got convinced, and then he went home, and then but, ran it by ran it by the family, and the family was like, "Nah, can't do it."
0: I've also acknowledged that there's a non zero chance that this guy was trolling me and like someone put him up to it and was like, like Titus is. It's He's like,
1: Titus will tell a story. He'll tell story. Like, will tell Steven's story. Just
0: mention Brad Stevens to Titus and he will tell the story. Like, let's see if we can get him to tell the story. But he told me that, and I have my hands on my head, just like my jaw is dropped. And I'm like, oh my God, what? And, uh, He's like, yeah, that's that's it. I, so now, I, now, now now I
1: imagine I imagine you like Gordon Hayward at the gender reveal. You know what I mean? When he got another girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I imagine you reacting to this
0: news. Me reacting. That's how I imagine Brad. What he would he counted up the votes and <laughs> <laughs> stay Foster. He's like, Daddy's always happy, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, daddy has gotta move to the front office.
0: So uh <laughs> anyway, that's that. That uh so now I'm back, like now I'm getting my now I'm like you know, I'm looking at Mike Woodson's age, and 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 I'm now I'm like talking myself into like, oh my god, I, we're gonna, bring, Brad, I'm gonna be right back on the wagon here. in However many years, but I swore so many times that I'm done with it. I,
1: right I do think, th- I do think that that's good PR for Brad. Like, if it is being passed around, you know, like if it's that's if that's the way that yeah. it comes out that Brad wanted to go to IU, I like that. I like that being the story. You know, like I said, like the Wanda Wanda Williams is the reason that Roy didn't come. So all the Carolina fans were like oh, Roy doesn't hate us, you know? It's just yeah. that, you know, it doesn't work with his family. But, she loves Lawrence, you know? Here's That's the other works.
0: question, though. Here's here's another thing you got to consider. Uh, Brad is now the new Danny Ainge of the Celtics. Yeah. Is this just a Danny Ainge move to say we almost did something awesome? Yes. Amazing, you he, know? Le- he
1: learned from the greatest. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like, he's what like, leave the
0: Celtics. Yeah. Like,
1: That's like, almost Danny's he, like, the way that you're always right is that you leak out what you would have done, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's honestly a anyway, genius. I uh I, I wanted to share the story. Uh, I wanted to share that part because uh, I wanted people to have an understanding of my frame of mind and all this because this is a this is like like doing doing these podcasts and and talking through Brad Stevens is like therapy to me. So um I don't know. I I Before no, I, I, mean, I, uh, I was I, done with it. I I don't know. I don't know if I'm done with the tape. I don't know if you. Could I do show love me the, done.
1: I, I do love that <laughs> the last show we started. We were talking about scoops and and you said uh you know basically you're out of the scoops game because <laughs> okay. of Brad Stevens. And then I mean, you come back. in. And, and the reason that I love you is that you come back on the next episode and you're like, I have scoops. I have Dude, Brad Stevens. I Steven. legitimately
0: cannot resist. <laughs> I can't do it. I, this is, this is, this not is, this done. is the fat part of my brain. You know, I've been telling fat stories about how fat yeah. Mark can't stop eating stuff. Yeah. I can't stop eating Brad Stevens scoops. I just can't do it. Yeah. You Obviously. can tell me anything and I will believe it. And I will probably share it on the show. And, I understand that makes me semi unethical because, like, I I like Brad and I had a personal relationship with him and and he whatever. coached
1: you. He yeah. coached
0: me once upon a time, and uh you know, <laughs> but like I can't help it. Like no, Brad, Brad called me and he's like, "What the <laughs> hell are you doing, dude? Just talking like airing all my business and memeing me to IU." Like, what's going on? I'd be like, "Brad, I can't help it. I don't. I'm am I'm an addict. I can't help yeah. it." Yeah,
1: no, you you are a hungry, hungry hippo, and the balls are Brad Stevens' You know what I mean? You're <laughs> just like. He's going after him. <laughs> oh, like, give man. me more.
0: <laughs> uh, that's about it. That's about all I got from India. It was a fun time. Uh, shout out to the, the the IU staff showing me around. Thad, it, I, I had I had some emotions, man, seeing Thad. Uh, seeing the the Thad modern nameplate at Assembly Hall that was bizarre. Where what
1: was Thad in town? What was he doing? What, yeah, was, I, I was didn't even right? see him.
0: I didn't even see him. He was like, he was, <laughs> I, I texted with him, but I talked to him on, on the yeah. phone a million times. He set the whole thing up, and then he was—I I was in Indy when he was in Bloomington, and then like when I was going down to Bloomington, he's like, "I gotta go back to Indy for a doctor's appointment or
1: something." <laughs> 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 it's like, cool, coach. He's like, oh, "Mark,
0: have you. fun." He's like, uh, "Have uh, fun, Mark. I'll see you." Yeah, later. yeah. But uh, anyway, that's that. Nothing, nothing, nothing super interesting. I just—I just heard that from—I uh, loved it from someone, and uh, it—it—it—it it, kind of ruined my weekend to be honest. But anyway. Here we are no, now, so.
1: uh, I, I do love that Joe Guy, uh, first of all, I love his name is Joe Guy. I think that's yeah. an incredible name. But I also love that he followed us along as we, you know, rode the Virginia Cavaliers to the title. Let's hope to God he wasn't listening the year before when they lost to the, the sixth. <laughs> yeah. And when you and I broke, we were like, the sixth right. zero sense. <laughs> but, man, we had a great yeah. time for that run. And uh, I love Cow Guy. Uh I love I love the indie you know basketball lore like you know we just saw it at the final four you know we went and did the basketball hall of fame when you go to Indianapolis you think of basketball and uh, like you said you're playing golf and and people are making northwestern jokes you know people are talking about college basketball in august that's all they're talking it's about It's a it, it's a beautiful time it, and Indiana's a top 15 team in football and we're still talking about. Basketball. We're talking about, dude, and that's it's, North Carolina too. It's beautiful. It's
0: it's still technically summer, and I was talking to Kyle Guy's father about the Cincinnati Bearcats and West Miller and the, you know,
1: like. Oh yeah.
0: This does oh, not. Yeah. Ha- dude, it could be we could be balls deep in college basketball season, and you're not having
1: these conversations in LA. You know? Uh, they've never had these they've conversations. Never had, ever. What, they they just started talking about UCLA after they lost in the final four. Like the game was over. Yeah, they're like, man, yeah. what about UCLA basketball? Yeah. It's like, well, they just lost. You can convince
0: <laughs> you could we could do like a, a light witness news deal One of the, the Kimmel bit. Uh oh, we, yeah. go, we go on the street in LA and ask people about the big UCLA basketball game coming up now that they made the final four. The final four starts next week. And you could convince yeah. them that there was just like a, a, a six-month break between the final four and the actual final four starting. And they'd be like, Yeah, I'm really excited. Can't wait. I, I hope Yeah, it's gonna be great. To and you're player. like, and you're
1: excited for Coach K to execute, you know, uh, <laughs> someone in the middle of it. Will be like, yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, it's my favorite thing, it's my favorite part of the game. <laughs>
0: oh man. Uh speaking of Coach K, let's do shout outs, closeouts. I want to start with this. Shout out to uh, Coach K. Mm-hmm. Um Coach K star player Joey Baker, who I saw via the Duke Twitter account, Tate. Maybe my eyes were deceiving me, but Joey Baker appears to, and you're you, maybe you know more than I do. He appears to have a tattoo on the, a big old tattoo on his inner oh, upper God. right arm. I don't know how to describe it. Like kind of his bicep, but it kind of takes up his entire inner right arm. And what uh, what is it?
1: What does it say? Earn not given. <laughs>
0: And uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is a, a Duke move for once you've – like J.J. Reddick kind of set yeah. that standard of like, you, you do this once you go pro, not once you're at Duke, right? But yeah. he's getting out ahead of it. So I
1: don't Well, know. I think Joey Baker has looked around the landscape and said, I am not going to go pro. So he is he is a professional student-athlete at this point. So he went ahead and just – you know got the ink that he needed to, to add that street cred that he wanted. So that's good. I to think see. I don't
0: know for sure. I, I, I should say maybe it's shoddy journalism because but it was just a video of him shooting a three and he's got it, he's holding up his right arm and he's got like it looked very much like a tattoo. I guess maybe maybe there's a small chance it could have been taped, but uh it looked like a tattoo it, to me, certainly. So it
1: definitely could be a bruise too, you know what I mean? <laughs> From the 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 Coach K whippings, you know, who knows. <laughs>
0: maybe it's maybe it's uh, what was the disease Legionella? He's got Legionella yeah, exactly. on his side. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly, just holds over. Who knows? Uh, I oh, also yeah. want to shout out Duke. They, uh, I also want to. Sh- it, it's a shout out to Duke and a shout out to to PFT commenter because uh, Duke, the the you know the most followed Twitter and Instagram uh, pages in college basketball, they put out a simple request. You know, what's your favorite Coach K play of all time? That was the prompt. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone was coming through, you know, giving, you know, 2015, 2010, 2001, you know, whatever. Christian Leitner, whatever it was, you know, all their uh-huh. beautiful stories. And Duke's retweeting all of them. And then uh, PFT, uh, beautifully done. He just quote tweets it with Coach K when he fake passed out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was great. And, uh, and Duke had to interact with it because it was PFT, you know, and they're trying to be cool. And it was just Did like they, this great moment. They responded to that? And then they. I, I mean, I think I saw it because it said, like, Duke basketball liked it. You know what I mean? It was like, a, you know, like, but you have to it, it, on on these, you know, all the people running these accounts have to, like, laugh at themselves, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, I just like to think like, that
0: when you get it's it's the Little League World Series mindset of like when you get dunked on, you have to, like, clap for the guy. That you yeah, you have on to you. laugh. Oh, that's how yeah, the Internet yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. Because if you don't, yeah. if you do anything other than, like, give a, a, a standing ovation to the guy that just dunked on you, everyone's like, well, you butt hurt. Oh, funny. are you mad? Oh, you, you mad? 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 Someone's big mad. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And I uh, shout out to PFT and shout out to Duke for uh, not staying big mad and also making yeah. it fun. That was that, that was entertainment for me today. I was like, oh, great answer. <laughs> uh speaking
0: of speaking of the Lily World Series, I want to uh I want to shout out Brownsburg, my hometown. Um, who yeah, uh as we have learned, as the Little League World Series progressed. To Brownsburg might have actually been the third-best team in the world. And not enough people are talking about this. Ohio plays Michigan in the Little League World Series championship. We don't need to talk about what happened, who won. doesn't matter. Both kids tried, both teams tried their best. That's all that matters. They had a lot of fun yeah. and tried their best. Uh, they're both from the same region, the Great Lakes region, as we know. They played each other in the Great Lakes championship. Usually only one makes it, but both made it because of uh, they didn't have international teams this year. Ohio, on their run to making the, the Great Lakes championship game, They knocked Brownsburg out by one run. It was two to one. Yeah. So I'm doing the math here, and I'm saying like Ohio could have smoked all, or or Brownsburg could have smoked all these other. Everybody else, yeah. They could have. What they should have done is put three Great Lakes teams in, and Brownsburg's probably the third best team. Hang the banner in the town. In fact, I'm going to before I get on my flight, I'm gonna go hang a banner in town that says "You should third best team in the world."
1: (laughs) I also like. I, I think it's. I think it's rigged that they were both in it. Like you said, this is one region. I know that we had to. Bill slots in but it, it feels like it feels rigged huge from that sense
0: huge know? win for the big 10 though uh people <laughs> yeah. say the big 10 can't win national titles <laughs> inside of the day baby big 10 stat of the day ohio and michigan in the title game also the bucks won the nba championships so suck it haters the big 10 yeah. is back in a
1: big way <laughs> yeah huge huge for the big 10 uh, uh, Gian- Giannis noted big 10 uh alum yeah <laughs> <laughs> what else is there would you got any other shout outs honestly the only thing I was gonna shout out was the fact that uh Carolina football and football mm. in general college football mm. is coming back this weekend I know I should probably do it on the next show um you're gonna be in Madison Wisconsin you're yeah, going to be uh, boots on the ground yeah so I just want to shout out college football you know shout out I mean?
0: college football uh Charlotte Wilder and I the uh the podcast I cheat on tape with um we are doing a uh, college football tour with Fox uh and uh, we're our, our first stop is Madison for the uh, we're, we're doing a show Friday night in Madison at a bar. So if you're, if you're a, a Badger fan or student or whatever, go see come, come see us, come have some fun. Yeah. We're coming to Big Columbus. To go. Yeah, he should. We're coming to, uh, we're coming to Columbus week two, by the way. So put that on your calendar. Are you buck listening? We're coming for uh, Ohio State, Oregon. And and all and all the cool, co-eds and
1: all these campuses, Jim Cunningham is on the way. Yeah. Uh, I know oh I God. know you've been patiently waiting for Jim Cunningham to show up. So I'm glad he's gonna be there. I'm Jim still coming, convinced. Yeah. I'm still convinced that Jim took the job for this tour. Oh, he did. It uh, had nothing to do with us. So uh I'm I'm excited for him to to live his life, his Dude. best life out on the road.
0: Jim gets the job at Fox, and I tell him, uh, like, he was living all the way on the east side of LA. And I, yeah. as you know, and I told him, like, dude, you got to move, like, because the Fox studio is more on the west side. And I was like, you don't want him to do that commute all the time, whatever. So I was like, he goes, I'm moving. I'm going to move from my place. And I said, Where are you moving? You should move over to the west side where you and I live, Tate. Yeah. And yeah. Jim ends up moving uh, still kind of east. He's, he's like in Hollywood. It's still like kind of a <laughs> far drive.
1: I was at his place. He's still in Hollywood. Yeah. Yes.
0: And so I, I said something to him. I was like, Jim, why, like, why would you not move to the West side? So you can just drive into the studio and we can make it easy peasy. And he goes, because I, I he goes, I, I we're, we're going to be on the road so much that it kind of doesn't matter where I live. And I was like, Jim, that's for like <laughs> two months. And then, and then what? And then, and then, but what he, the way you said it, I was like, oh, you're just doing the two months road show. Yeah, there's quit. a chance,
1: there's a chance that Jim's gonna, gonna leave us at the end of the road show. Uh, but the way you said, it, he's <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I just, he's like, oh, we're gonna be traveling so much. I was like, yeah, for two months. What, what are you talking about, dude?
1: Anyway. He, he he wanted me to to clarify that it's not Hollywood. It's East West Hollywood, uh, <laughs> which uh, which to me sounds a lot like Hollywood. Uh, but but I will put that clarification in. Um, I'm actually going to go to, uh, thanks to Jim's friend, uh, Burke, who we love on the show. I'm going to go to the UCLA LSU game on Saturday. So we're, we're full oh, really? football. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go.
0: Oh, dude, that's Are we, uh, are we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we
1: I, 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 I'm just in the, like, I watched UCLA play this weekend and I kind of fell in love with their offensive line and I, and I want to be, this is the first time they've ever played in history, UCLA and LSU. And I feel the upset, you know what I mean? I feel oh, like UCLA football oh. with Jordan Brand, Chip Kelly's wearing the visor, you know what I mean? I want to be, be boots sick. on the ground. I want to be boots on the ground for UCLA football's ascension. So that's That'd what I'm going to be there for. By
0: the way, speaking of UCLA, I saw uh, I saw footage from their practice gym recently. Oh, yeah. And uh, they have a massive picture of the Final Four team with the confetti and the trophy and everything hanging up in the practice gym. And gut reaction, just immediate reaction bad vibes. I don't like it. It felt like very San Diego statey. It felt like you bring that whole team back. You got to wait. You got to wait till those guys are gone before you start putting stuff up. in the, I agree. You know what I, mean? I hate, I hate that. I hate I, that every day they're going to practice. They're looking at themselves celebrating the championship that they didn't I, win. They just went to the final I, four.
1: I dude, bad I'm, vibes. I, I'm I'm scared they se- yeah. They celebrated the championship. That, that's the worst part because the way they look at it, they're like, "Hey, Jalen Suggs had an amazing shot. We would have won in overtime." So they kind of already celebrated the game. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Like Mostly, I don't like it.
0: Most like it. Yeah all. they're they're also they're also like you know they're the type of school that's like retweeting people that are like, "Yeah, that was one of the most watched games in sports." It's like you lost. Yeah. Don't retweet that. Don't, yeah. don't be proud of that. That people watch yeah. that.
1: Stop celebrating this. And Stop also, they're, yeah, they're about to be a football school. I mean that that that's like the that's the hard part about this, right? You can't be both unless you're a Florida or Ohio State, you know what I mean, or Texas. Like you got to be lucky to be both. Dude, we UCLA need a YouTube
0: series. We need a YouTube series from you called Tate Frazier, L.A. football fan, and you're going to UCLA and <laughs> Chargers games. <laughs> and you're
1: just I like... mean, letting people know, dude, let them know what's going on because uh, the Chargers are going to be great. It's Justin Herbert season. I do love UCLA football. I I I I love their team. They got a great offensive line. That's oh, I only God. care about the trenches. I just show me your D line and your O line. I'll tell you how far you can go. That's all it is. Oh, there it is.
0: Uh, shout out again to uh, Joe, Tim, Nick, and Mark. Uh, I had a lot of fun yes. playing golf with you fellas. Shout out to uh to the, the Stevens family for. Voting three to one, um, and and whoever whoever told me yeah. that story that uh, is <laughs> his is his
1: wife from Indiana originally? No, she's from uh like Ohio or I think oh, Ohio. That's that's why hey, she went to DePaul though.
0: They met at DePaul in Indiana. They went to college yeah. together and met there. Yeah. I mean it makes sense, you know. Like the kids were probably like, "Dad, where is Indiana? We don't want to live in Indiana."
1: Like I Yeah, that, they're like I mean, Yeah, we're, we're they're going to Dunkin' Donuts every day. They're playing on their iPads. So,
0: as we learned, yeah. like his kids wrote the speech, the the masshole speech. He's like, to oh, this yeah, that- he's like, "What what are masshole things?" And they're like, "Here you go. Here's here's the list dad.
1: Here's what me and my friends do. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All oh, right. Uh, tune in later this week when uh, I I I I turn on Brad Stevens yet again and say I'm done with him and, and yeah. this is <laughs> And if you <laughs> have more scoops,
1: week. please reach out to Titus with anything please. with the Stevens family.
0: Please. Uh, we will see you guys later this week. Thanks. At T-Mobile for business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently, so you can focus on what matters most. Where some see another small town, T-Mobile sees business in need of connectivity. So they built the largest 5G network to cover cities, towns, and the most interstate miles in between. Where some see a caller in a queue, they see an opportunity for experts to provide real-time solutions. Where some see... Another virtual meeting, they see 5G enabling wireless real-time translations to help your business succeed almost anywhere you work. Their unique approach has made T-Mobile for Business the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes benefits like 5G in every plan, so you get it all without trade-offs. Unconventional thinking, it's better for business, T-Mobile for Business.